0: Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KMO app. I am Mark Hessman. This is On the Mark, brought to you by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area. Can I just say this about Cunis Country? They just got named one of the top 100 dealerships in the United States to work for. So congrats to my guys. That's I, I, I'm telling you guys, they live and breathe the Faith family giving back motto they really do it's great to be part of the cunis family check them out 221 north 36th street in quincy tell them mark sent you uh follow me on twitter on instagram at mark hespin m-a-r-k-h-e-s-p-e-n you want to get involved with the discussion as always very encouraged uh i encourage you very very i encourage you to do that <laughs> it's always fun when you can talk on twitter with uh, about about sports that's what twitter's for for in my opinion that's what I use it for uh, we, a lot to get to today. Obviously I had the week off last weekend. Uh, so this is episode 64 of on the mark Celebrated the holidays back home in the burbs with the family. It was very lovely. I hope everyone had a lovely Thanksgiving uh, as we're barreling down towards Christmas. We have our Christmas day NBA schedule. Talk about that a little bit. Uh, uh, big, big NFL preview, of course. We'll break down all the games, even the ones on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and whenever the heck they're playing games at this point in time. It was kind of fun having Wednesday afternoon football. I'm not going to complain. Uh, and uh, But obviously, uh, I want to focus in on, on two big things. We always do Hespin Headlines to get this show started, so let's jump into it. Hespin Headline number one. Hespin's Headlines on the mark. The NBA makes moves and the Lakers, obviously, the moves we need to talk about first and foremost, the signing of LeBron and Anthony Davis, kind of reshaping the league as we know it. And then I'll get into the uh, Westbrook wall trade. Uh, the Lakers obviously signing LeBron to a two-year max $85 million deal. Uh, and then I think what's more important uh, the Anthony Davis five-year, $190 million deal. Now, Anthony Davis came out and said, listen, you know, uh, a lot of guys are doing short-term deals because they want the flexibility, uh, but Anthony Davis admits, and I think it's it's smart of Anthony Davis to admit this, and we all we all know it. It's part of his story as an NBA a, a franchise player, a, a great, great player. You could argue probably the best or second best number two in the league, Um He's at injuries. He's like I, I, you know, I've had too many injuries in my career to not to pass up a five-year super max, hundred ninety million dollar guaranteed deal. And so Anthony Davis is now going to be with the Lakers uh, for the next five years as they're building my piece beyond LeBron. And who knows? LeBron certainly leaves it open for him to stay with the Lakers past this two years. Uh, but I think this these two deals say a lot to me. And the first thing he says to me is. The Lakers, at least for the next two years, in my opinion, are the favorites to win a title. Uh, certainly going into this year, uh, they have health, they have continuity, they have uh, the best player in the NBA in LeBron James, and I would argue the second best number two in the NBA uh, behind uh, James Harden. Uh, James Harden's not really a one to me. I wouldn't build my franchise around him, but if I had a number one and James Harden, I think he's the best two in the league. Uh, But Anthony Davis and LeBron fit so well together. Uh, Anthony Davis really, really showed me a ton during that playoff run in the bubble because Anthony Davis uh, has been a guy that, because of the injuries, not really reliable for the long runs, and he was. Now, obviously, health is going to be a huge factor for the Lakers. LeBron is old. Anthony Davis can be brittle. uh, And they have only 71 days off as they head into a 72-game slog of an NBA season. Obviously, the fact that there's 10 less games already, I think, helps the Lakers. And I do think you're going to see LeBron and Anthony Davis play no more than probably 60-ish regular season games. They're going to pick and choose their battles for sure. But I love what the Lakers in the offseason overall, adding Montrezl Harold, getting Dennis Schroeder. Uh, and I, I think the Lakers certainly are the favorites this year and with Anthony Davis and LeBron James now going into the following year, obviously depending on what happens this year, if they stay healthy, uh, you could argue be the favorites going into next year as well. Uh, the following year, 2022 season. Uh, so obviously that's huge, but the bigger story, and, and, and I think we all know that we follow the NBA. Uh, and so this isn't news to you, but it might be is LeBron James's son, Bronny jr. LeBron James jr. Uh, Bronny will be eligible to be in the NBA in two years when LeBron James's contract is up. Now, LeBron James Jr. right now, as of right now, is a is a very high thought about prospect. He's got his uh, letters to Duke, uh, you know, offers, uh, you know, North Carolina, Duke, all the big schools, Ohio State, all want Bronny, uh, and Bronny certainly is the type of player that, um, if he wasn't LeBron James Jr. You look at him and go, oh, that's a really high-end prospect and, and probably a one and um, but not necessarily what you'd argue is like a, oh, a, a game-changing number one overall talent. But NBA teams know, and LeBron James is basically telling the NBA, if you draft my son, I'll come sign with you. And I don't need the money. It's not going to be a money thing. You're not going to have to clear out super max deals. Obviously LeBron James is not going to play for the veteran minimum, but whoever's got the number one pick in two years from now, you're not only getting you, you not only have the chance to get LeBron James jr. Who most likely won't be the talent of a number one pick. There'll be guys who are better than him. Zaire Wade, Dwayne Wade's son, for example, I think is, is a better prospect right now than Bronny. But Bronny's still got two years to develop, two years to grow. We'll see his young kid. But also, you have the chance to then sign LeBron James. LeBron James has said many, many times in public, he wants to play with his son. He wants to be the first ever father-son NBA duo on an NBA squad. And You probably will never see this ever again. And I think it would be a, another massive feather in LeBron's cap when you start talking about all-time greats so of where he ranks all-time to be the longevity, still be one of the top in two years from now, 10 players in the NBA, easy, and playing with his son, who was born when LeBron was a rookie. Not even, I think, second or third year he, he had Bronny. I mean, that is going to be an incredible story, and it's one of those fun things that we can speculate now, and I hope that I'm on the air. for, I mean, for It's good for my business. It's good for us. Think of the drama, the fun. That's what NBA is all about, right? That's why we love the NBA, the storylines, the intrigue, the drama. And so LeBron James has put himself in this position. Two more years, max of the Lakers, championship window wide open. Can he win one or two more? Can he get to six, win three in LA, a three-peat, uh, put himself, you know, a few three-peats in LA with Anthony Davis, wins another NBA Finals MVP. Maybe Anthony Davis wins one of them. I mean, how do you not put LeBron? I mean, the, the Michael LeBron conversation gets so interesting, and then he goes to maybe plays with his son for a year or two. I, I think it's fascinating, and and it's it's something that when you if you ever get to say to yourself, "Wow, God, the sports media talks about LeBron James so much." Well, how can you not? He's the best player in the NBA currently. Just came off a championship. Just had another Finals MVP. And now he's putting himself in the conversation of really, really interesting, rare air type of stuff. We'll see how the next seasons play out, but uh, it's going to get really fascinating with LeBron over the next three years. Uh, really, really fun and fascinating to watch as he at uh, the twilight of LeBron's career. And th- and this deal sets all that up. It sets it all in motion. Can you win a couple more in LA? One more in LA, and then what does LeBron James do? Where does he go? Does he play with his son? And it's a package deal. And uh, the Chicago Bulls make it happen <laughs> in my own dream scenario. All right. Uh, th- so that's the fun story. That's the easy stuff to figure out, right? That's the moves you say, all right, makes sense. LeBron 80 resigning. And then the NBA gives us this other nugget, right? Harden has been complaining for weeks and saying, I want to be traded. And Westbrook saying, I want to be traded. And Tara out and Houston's turning into a mess. I talked about this a couple weeks ago. Houston's a mess. Well, when two franchises that are a mess, the Washington Wizards and Houston Rockets, uh, can call each other and say, hey, you're a mess, I'm a mess, you want to trade your mess or my mess because your mess looks better than my mess, and at least, uh, you know, you do this sometimes, right? In life, you, you say, hey, I got a mess, you got a mess, let's trade each other's messes because at least then I can, you know, deal with your mess and it's not as is weird or dealing with my mess and it makes me look feel a little bit better. I'm not dealing with my own mess, I'm dealing with your mess, right? That's what, that's what the that's what the rockets and 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 uh, wizards did, but I do think this move oddly works for both teams. And no one really. We we've seen prime John Wall and prime Bradley Beal, and they got up to a, a third or fourth seed in the East, and uh, you know could win a playoff series, maybe two, and that's about it. And that's fine for Washington. And Bradley Beal, that's fine for him. And Washington's biggest... I think Washington is the underrated story. You know, obviously you think, oh, you got to keep Harden happy, Harden happy. Harden's, I I think, the best number two in the NBA, just ahead of Anthony Davis. I wouldn't build my franchise around him, but if I could have him as my second guy to a, a KD, a Steph, a LeBron, these true number ones, a Giannis, a true number one, a Kawhi, a true number one, oh, I'd love it. Absolutely love it. But... Harden, uh, I, I think, is a backstory to the fact that Bradley Beal is the bigger story here. Bradley Beal is a great number two, a, a a the type of guy like a Clay Thompson that any NBA team in a heartbeat would take Bradley Beal, and it would be a great fit for their team. You, there's not a team in the NBA right now that wouldn't take Bradley Beal, and he wouldn't be immediately a great fit on their team. Harden, every team would take him, but would he be a great fit? Kyrie, every team would take him for the most part, but would he be a great fit? You know what I mean? Bradley Beal's a guy where you're like, no, 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 like, like Clay Thompson, healthy Clay Thompson. No, no, I take him. It's a great fit. So I think that's what's really interesting is Washington knows this. Washington knows that they're a, media, a mediocre franchise that doesn't have a championship window. The best thing they got going for them is Bradley Beal. And Bradley Beal has said, I'm not exactly happy here. I want to win. I don't like being in the lottery. Let's win. And now you're seeing some pieces. They got some good young players. Wall, they just don't know what his he's going to be like post these massive surgeries and the and the Achilles surgery and the ACL surgery. And so let's get Wall out of time. We knew that was over. And the only because Wall's contract is so bad, the only contract you trade him for is basically Chris Paul or or Russell Westbrook. Chris Paul already gets shopped off to Suns. So Russell Westbrook's there. Russell Westbrook is healthier than John Wall right now. Russell Westbrook is still a, uh, you know, argue I'd say a top fifteen player. Where I don't think Wall is anymore, and Russell Westbrook is ball centric just like John Wall. Uh, but he knows Russell Westbrook I think knows his limitations a little bit better than John Wall, and Russell Westbrook I still think has another year or two of his prime left. Where I think John Wall's out of his prime. So I think this really really works for for Washington, and I think it makes them very interesting as a as far as competing. For a, uh, a, a you know, six through four, three seed in the East, if Washington is anything less than a six seed, I think it'll be a huge disappointing year. He teams back up with his coach um, uh, 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 from uh, from Oklahoma City. Well, I can't think of a guy's name right now. It's escaping me. The guy they had before, Billy Donovan. Uh, it'll come to me when I'm talking about football in like 10 minutes from now. <laughs> but, uh, so I think it's an interesting fit. And if Washington is less than a six seed, I think it's a disappointment for Houston. I think this, uh, keeps Harden happy because he does have to deal with Westbrook. Wall will be a willing, uh, to, to Harden where wall is really now the third best player in the championship team. So I don't think Houston, especially in the, in the heavy Western conference has a chance to be anything better than a six seven seed if they overachieve in that way. I think it'll be because Harden's putting up insane numbers and Wall is on a prove it year and and they're gonna play fun and fast and loose. And we'll see. I, I think uh I think it's gonna be really interesting to watch Houston, but certainly we, we don't have to talk about Houston as a championship contender anymore or really worry about that when you, you, you had to worry about the implosion that was Houston when they had Westbrook and, and Harden. They're a much less interesting story, but I think they might actually be a better basketball team, which is interesting itself. So there you go. A ton of NBA talk to start the show and uh, let's move on from it. But the NBA stealing headlines in the middle of an NFL season has been headline number two Hespin's headlines on the mark. All right. We're 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 going to get to the NFL week preview here in just a second uh, after the break, but I want to spend five minutes and let you know that this is actually the biggest weekend Of the nfl season for one nfl player in particular baker mayfield baker mayfield third year eight and three playing the eight and three titans battling for wild card spots and baker mayfield is leading this team in name only not in stats this team is is winning without baker mayfield and baker mayfield the Browns are in a really interesting spot. They have to determine at the end of the season: do they pick up his fifth year option, or do they decline it, like the Bears just did with Mitchell Trubisky, and decided to decline it, and move on, like the Saint, uh, the like the Bucks did two years ago with Jameis Winston, decline it and then moved on. Now the Browns could decline this option and still have Baker next year, and they kind of approve it. Hey, we he wants you know how many games we made to the playoffs, and we give it. But this is the this could be the game. Where the Browns management looks and says, do we sign him? Can he do it? Can he lead us? Or do we not pick up the option, bring him back to camp, maybe bring in someone to compete with him, or or then start really looking for, well, who's the next quarterback of the Cleveland Browns with Kevin Stefanski going forward? And you say to yourself, Mark, that's crazy. Baker Mayfield, number one overall pick. Baker Mayfield's got the Browns 8-3. and three. He's, he's winning uh, with the Browns. It's incredible to do, and it is. But the Browns are winning despite Baker Mayfield. Listen to this. If you didn't realize this, Baker Mayfield is 22nd in the league in passing right now. 22nd in the league. Carson Wentz has more yards passing than Baker Mayfield. Drew Brees, who's played two less games than Baker Mayfield, has more yards passing than Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, the the, the guy who's directly behind Baker Mayfield in passing is Cam Newton. Who's having a dreadful year. And they have about the same yards per game. Same almost quarterback rating as well. The highest quarterback rating in the league right now is Aaron Rodgers with like 117.6. It's insane. Mahomes is right at their 115. Russell Wilson, 110. Deshaun Watson, 112. Baker Mayfield sitting at just above 90 in his passer rating. Baker Mayfield, 17 TDs in 11 games. Seven interceptions, not turning the ball over a ton. That's great. But he's also not making plays with his legs. When you see so many of these young, exciting quarterbacks, Joe Burrow was mobile. Justin Herbert, super mobile. Obviously, we know what Lamar Jackson does. We know what Deshaun Watson does. We know what Patrick Mahomes does with their legs. Baker Manfield's not that. He's a pocket quarterback who's not putting up prolific pocket numbers like the other pocket quarterbacks. He's a thousand. He's he's eleven 1, hundred yards less passing than Matt Ryan. Now I get it. That you, you'd argue, Mark. Well, the Browns' offense is built in a run game. Yeah, but there's other teams that have a really great run game. Like the Kansas City Chiefs have a really great run game, and 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 teams like the Green Bay Packers have a really good run game. They they pride themselves on running the ball, and the L.A. Rams have a really solid run game. And Jared Goff's got 1,000 more passing yards than Baker Mayfield. They are winning. The Browns are winning without Baker Mayfield. They are winning despite Baker Mayfield. So, uh, listen, I, I think the Browns are in a, a tough spot now. They passed. You know, people give the Bears crap because they passed on Patrick Mahomes. They passed on Deshaun Watson. The Browns passed on a lot more than that. They passed on Jared Goff. They passed on Carson Wentz. They passed on Deshaun Watson. They passed on, ba- uh, on, uh, on, uh, on Patrick Mahomes. And now they have Baker Mayfield. They passed on Josh Allen. They passed on Lamar Jackson. And now they have Baker Mayfield. And Baker Mayfield lo- looks like a Kirk Cousins. Actually, Kirk Cousins' numbers are better than Baker Mayfield's right now. He's playing and he's putting up numbers in a in a league that's never been better and more, uh, more open for quarterbacks to put up incredible numbers like we're seeing these young quarterbacks put up He's missing guys. He's not accurate. And now the Browns have a real a real dilemma on their hands. And if, and if the Browns don't figure it out, and the Browns uh, and Baker Mayfield doesn't show up this weekend and, and 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 have to, you know, carry his team or show that he can carry his team, we all know why we, the Browns are three. Why don't we talk about the Browns more as a possibility to make an AFC championship game? Well, because they have Baker Mayfield. He's the problem. Right? I mean, that's. let's be honest. Let's call a spade a spade. He's the reason why we're not. He's the reason why we're not saying the Browns have a chance to win the Super Bowl right now. Because they're limited at quarterback. Now, can he step up? Can he go on a run? Can he prove us all wrong down the stretch? I can't wait to see it. I don't think he will. And you know from listening to the show, I've never been a Baker guy. I never thought he would have been a number one overall pick. Should have been. I just didn't think it. If the Browns had Kyler Murray right now, and we're I mean, come on. We'd be talking about the Browns a lot more. Explosive. Dynamic. Baker's none of that. He doesn't make plays with his feet. Only like 76 rushing yards this year, too. And, and in, in this NFL, it's just not good enough. So what do the Browns do now? They're winning, and that's great because the Browns historically stink. But now you have a team that's really good enough to win. Need some work on defense. But your quarterback's limiting you. It's going to be fascinating to watch Baker this weekend against the 8-3 Titans. All right, that's right, uh, we're going to take a break. You're listening to On the Mark, episode 64, brought to you by Cutest Country, Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area. Follow me on Twitter, at Mark Hespin, get involved with the conversation. When we come back, we're previewing it. Let's look at all these games. I got my lock, my toss-up, my upset. I think you guys are going to think I'm crazy for my upset, but I like it. Stick around. It's on the mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO. Take us
1: anywhere. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO and the free KHMO
2: mobile app
3: for your smartphone.
2: Hi, I'm Giovanni Smith. Welcome to Heartbeat. I love to go shopping. I can spend hours at the mall going from store to store trying on shoes, clothes, and jewelry. There are times when I run into the issue when it comes to my shopping. I've become so accustomed to getting paid and hitting all the stores, but not really honoring the Lord or my finances. Hebrews remind us that we should keep ourselves free from the love of money and trust the Lord because He will never forsake us. What a great reminder that our focus should be on God and what He provides and not about what we want. Carpe is brought to you by the Salvation Army.
3: You're listening to Doug, Jen, and Victoria. Who the hell is Carpe? <laughs> you know who
2: Cardi B is, really? No, I hear about her all the time. It's not like I'm, like, vacant to her name. I hear that she wants to do the State of the Union Redress rebuttal. Like, I hear all that. I couldn't tell if you <laughs> one song she sings. You know your grandmother used to say, turn that trash off? That's what you feel like. And it happened to me at 40 years old. So there you go. Cardi B. Right.
4: Who knows? <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. Happy Valentine's Day.
2: Where are the Spice Girls. For more DJV, get the podcast at djvshow.com.
1: I'm Stefan, seven days a week on KHMO and the
5: KHMO mobile app. The Missouri Tigers play here. Tune in every game for Missouri football right here.
0: KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app. Welcome on back on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by... Cunis Country Honda, Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. Huge year-end deals going on right now. It's incredible the stuff they got going on. New 2021's on the lot, uh, doing still a ton of great uh, year-end sales event stuff. Put a bow on it, Christmas present. Best decision I made in 2020 was joining the Cunis Country family. Uh, faith family giving back, they, they live and breathe that motto. Just got named for the second year in a row, one of the top 100 dealers in the country to work for these guys are the best in the biz you won't regret it 221 north 36th street and quincy tell mark sent you all right let's jump into it we got our uh nfl preview now uh, it's crazy 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 we're in december guys it's week 13 we are getting down to the white here so some of these games obviously uh don't mean much but there's a a, a ton of games i think you know, normally you look at a slate like this and be like, eh, what is this? Yeah. But I think there's some really intriguing stuff uh, on this NFL slate. So let's just jump into it. And uh, let's start with uh, the uh, Saints and Falcons. Nine and two Saints at the four and seven Falcons. Saints, obviously, in the driver's seat for the one seed in the NFC. That bye week could also be huge for Drew Brees and getting healthy. The Falcons, though, uh, they've won a couple here, strung together a couple wins after firing Dan Quinn. Really kind of like doing what the Falcons always do, getting hot late in the season. Uh, Matt Ryan really coming to life here, finding Julio Jones. I think this is, uh, the line is three. New Orleans favorite by three. I think it's a perfect line. I I wouldn't touch this game. I think it's going to be close. Uh, Taysom Hill got really lucky last week against the Broncos that they were playing a wide receiver at quarterback because he was bad last week, he was not good, and the media did not talk about that at all. Because the story was obviously the incredible, uh, uh, you know, kid who, who, who you know, comes in and, and has to off the practice squad wide receiver has to play quarterback. I think Taysom Hill really has to have a bounce back game here, and uh, and 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 the pressure is on because again, Green Bay, Seattle are knocking on the door for that one seed, and they have much easier matchups this week. I'll take the Saints, but that's shaky. Uh, I think the Saints just defensively are so much better than Atlanta. I think that uh, the Saints will be able to move the ball, and uh, I I think you're going to see Sean Payton get into Taysom Hill this week and go back to a little more basics, running gadget, fun stuff, because Taysom Hill just dropping back last week was not good. Uh, I'll take the Saints. Don't feel confident with it, though. Uh, Bears Lions. Now, Chicago's favored by three. I think that's an appropriate line. The Bears have won five straight against Lions. They've dominated uh, Matt Patricia Lions. But the problem is now Matt Patricia's gone. And you guys know uh, how I feel about a team bouncing back after a, a coach gets fired. Also, though, you know how I feel about a team that gets embarrassed on national TV bouncing back. I like the Bears in this game. They historically uh, play very well against the Lions in Soldier Field. Uh, the weather is going to be chilly, uh, maybe a little precipitation. Um, Mitch Trubisky has owned the Lions in his career, and I think Mitch Trubisky uh, was forced into a bad position because the Bears' defense played so bad last week against against Green Bay. The Bears didn't even have a chance to try and establish the run uh, after the good opening drive. They just fell behind so quickly. Uh, The Lions' defense doesn't nearly have the pass rush that the Packers does. I think Trubisky takes care of the ball better. I think the Bears' uh, defense really balls out this week. Uh, These guys are trying to make Pro Bowls. They, I think, see the writing on the wall, too, that there could be a change in leadership at Howell's Hall this offseason. Not 100% confident in that, but it's leaning that way, especially on this five-game losing streak if they don't turn it around I think this defense plays with a, a lot of pride. it's close. I like the line. I'd take the I would take the Bears winning by about 3. Uh, so I take Bears money line. I don't know if I'd bet the line. I'd take the Bears like something like 24-21 over the Lions. Uh, they get a win stop the skid. And you know what? They keep themselves alive. And and 10 and 6 could be good enough to get into the playoffs in the NFC. I think the Bears know that they know they're still fighting for that. And the Bears are better with Trubisky. We all saw it last week. Uh so uh, I'll take the Bears over the lines browns titans obviously just talked about how it's a huge game for baker mayfield and i think baker mayfield struggles in this game and i love the titans in this game it is tractor cito's season uh derrick henry has been a absolute monster the past three games i don't see that stopping this browns defense loves to give up points um Obviously, Miles Garrett playing or not playing is gonna be huge. The line is five and a half. I don't like that. Tennessee is favored by uh big like that. I like the over. It's fifty-three. Uh, but Tennessee will also give up points. I think this is close. I think they both run the ball well, but I think Ryan Tannehill makes the plays. And I don't know if it's with his arm. I think he makes a play or two with his legs. That's the difference. Uh give me the Titans something like 30-33 win over the Browns in at home. Uh, the Browns have been home a lot recently. They travel on the road. I think the Titans are, are uh, moving here right now, and they get the win over the Browns, uh, move to 9-3. and three. Bengals, Dolphins, don't overthink this. The Dolphins are going to be starting Fitzpatrick. The Dolphins at home against a third-string quarterback for the Bengals. They're already a bad team. The Bengals want to be losing. The Dolphins want to win. Uh, this one's easy. The line's 11. That's a lot of points to give Ryan Fitzpatrick. He could go off. It's tragic, very quickly. I still think that I think the Dolphins win. I don't like the points. I I, I might take the Bengals and the points just because eleven's a lot to give. Eleven is a lot of points to give an NFL team, especially against uh, with Dolphins and, and Fitz Magic. But uh, take the Dolphins. Jaguars, Vikings, again, same thing. Jaguars want to be losing. Uh, they fire the GM. Vikings are uh, five and six again. They see the writing on the wall too. That ten and six could be good enough to get into the playoffs. They know this as well. Uh, so I I think the Vikings uh, certainly uh, at home take care of the Jaguars. Now, 10 in this game, I actually like this line. I think Minnesota runs the ball all over Jacksonville. They give up a ton of points. Uh, Kirk Cousins, noon, at home, when no one's paying attention, will put up three touchdowns and 300 yards. Uh, love the Vikings winning something, um, I would say, 30-17, 30-14. I think it's not even that close. Uh, Jets, Raiders. Now, the Raiders are traveling all the way to the Jets. The Raiders were the darlings of the NFL two weeks ago, right? Six and three, look out for the Raiders, good loss against the Chiefs. Then they get blown out by Atlanta, and Atlanta, to their credit, is what I just talked about, I think Atlanta is really finding their stride, and and I like what Atlanta's doing here late in the season, but you can't lose that way and not bounce back. And the Jets, again, are in a position where they want to be losing uh, the Raiders defense gives up a lot of points. So I think the Jets score, I actually like the over in this. It's 47. Uh, I think, I think this could get points heavy pretty quickly, especially with the Raiders being on the road, but let's not kid ourselves. The Raiders have a much better offense, better quarterback playing right now. They have a lot more to play for. I'll take the Raiders in this game. Uh, pretty easily. I think Derek Carr makes a play or two and really bounces back after that embarrassing bad loss. To the Falcons last week. That was a bad, bad loss for the Raiders. And I think they bounced back. All right. We get to my upset of the week now. Colts at Texans. I'm taking the Texans to win outright. I I certainly like them getting three points at home against the Colts. Obviously, the best unit is the Colts defense. Uh, And Darius Leonard is a freak. He really is an incredible NFL player that doesn't... He is putting himself in that... Um, you have to talk about him like you talk about Aaron Donald defensively, Khalil Mack defensively. I mean, elite, elite, TJ J- J- uh, Watt, elite, elite defensive player. But I think you saw a lot of what the Colts struggles offensively last week against the Titans. I think you're going to see more of that. I think they're not confident with Philip Rivers right now. The playbook, I think, is shrinking. Uh, I think Frank Reich and, and his offensive staff they're really, really struggling with Phillip Rivers' his limitations right now. Turnovers getting to Phillip. I think the Texans, uh, a lot like the Falcons, are playing loose. They're playing free. They're playing uh, 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 energetic on defense. They're not great on defense, but they're playing loose. I think the uh, Texans make a play or two. J.J. Watt makes a play or two like you saw he did on Thanksgiving Day. They're well-rested. I think the Texans upset the Colts at home. 27, 24. Deshaun Watson has been playing lights out, and uh, they keep putting on a show. Because I think Deshaun Watson wants to show Eric Bieniemy, hey, 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 this is the job you want to take. You don't want the Jets and Trevor Lawrence. You don't want the Jaguars' job and Justin Fields. You want to be my coach, and you want to put up points and try to compete against Desha, uh, against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs for the next decade in the AFC. I like the Texans for the upset over the Colts. Maybe I'm crazy. Colts are certainly a better team, but I, I, there's something about this game. It's a total trap game for the Colts. Division game. Texans always play them tough. Another game that I think is a huge game that not a lot of people are talking about. Rams Cardinals. Now this is another one where, like the Bears and Lions, the Bears have won five straight against the Lions. Well. The Rams have been owning the uh, the Cardinals as well. They won five straight against the Cardinals. I think that keeps going. Cardinals falling off the map here a little bit. Um, I think the, the, the book is out on the Cardinals. If you can stop Kyler Murray from running, the Cardinals become really one-dimensional. And they don't actually run the football well with their backs. And if, if Kyler Murray's not running the football... The Cardinals are really predictable. Play zone, sit back, and uh, and just let your, let Kyler Murray uh, make some mistakes. And I think that the Rams defensively are really, really coming into their own. Uh, Donald's playing great. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is is just an absolute stud. I think the Rams take care of business uh, on the road against Arizona. They bounce back as well. Uh, Jared Goff has a bounce-back game. Uh, I think their offense gets right against a, a Cardinals defense that gives up points. I love the over in this game. I love the car, uh, the Rams also take covering the three. I think they win by at least a touchdown. Uh, Rams and a bounce-back against the Cardinals. And if you're a Bears fan, if you're a Vikings fan, one of those teams that is 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 really hoping that the NFC playoff uh, picture stays competitive, you are rooting for the Rams. Cause the Cardinals are sitting on that last spot at six and five. And if they get a six loss here, that really opens the door. You could be a 10 win team and get in over Arizona. Uh Vikings, uh, Seahawks hosting the giants. Let's not overthink this. I don't think Daniel Jones will play that. The Seahawks are a much better team. They are really coming to their own. I think their defense is going to feast. I think Russell Wilson, uh, you're going to see him put up numbers in Seattle. Uh, The Lions 11, again, I don't love ever giving a team double-ditch, especially a well-coached team. I give credit to Joe Judge. I was really down on Joe Judge, but I think his team's bought into it. I still think the Giants have a good chance to win this division. Uh, This could be the last game they lose. I think it's smart for them to sit Daniel Jones, let him get healthy, and then go really hard the next four games. This is a game you're going to probably lose anyways, even with a healthy Daniel Jones. So let him get healthy. Take that eighth loss and then go hard into the next four games with a healthy Daniel Jones down the stretch. Try and get to uh, seven wins, uh, eight if you could, and uh, win this division. The Giants uh, playing good football, but the Seahawks are too much right now, and and Russell Wilson bounced back game for him. Seahawks obviously competing for that one seed in the NFC. Packers, Eagles, this is my lock of the week. The Packers, if they lose this game, if the Packers lose this game, The Packers got real issues. This is at home against an Eagles team that is embarrassing themselves. It is completely lost offensively. And I have never been more wrong about a team in my life at the beginning of the season to where they are now than the Eagles. The Eagles are garbage. They're playing like garbage. Uninspired football. Don't love the schemes offensively. I don't know what Carson Wentz is doing. I've never seen a guy with that much talent play this poorly, turn the ball over this much. Packers... I'm giving them the lock of the week, and if they lose this game, then I don't know. We have to really. The Packers are not a Super Bowl team if they lose this game. Period. Period. So Packers, I'm I hate you, but I'm giving you my lock, and so make it happen. Don't embarrass me. Don't embarrass, don't embarrass me, Packers. They that. If the, the, the Packers lose this game, guys, I, I can't wait for next week's show. Cause w- then we're going to, re- I'm going to dissect that film every second of it and figure out how bad the Packers stink. But I think they'll win. Uh, Patriots chargers chargers are the are way more talent than the Patriots. But I think the Patriots win. I think it's a coaching mismatch. Uh, I, uh clearly Anthony Lynn is, is showing that he's a great leader of men. He's not a great X's and O's guys. And he can't handle the clock. Uh, I think the Patriots, the line is right with the Chargers one, minus one and a half. Uh, I think it's a total uh, pick em. Um and it's why it's my toss-up in, in a sense line-wise, but I think the Patriots win. They, they, they have more to play for, and they are way better coached. I mean, this is a massive coaching mismatch. Anthony Lynn has, has really unveiled that he is not a great X's and O's guy. Great leader of men, but not a great X's and O's guy, and, and, and not a great clock management guy. Sunday night football Broncos Chiefs don't overthink it. Chiefs, they own this. They they've won I think 10 straight and they're the other one that's like a streak that's insane right now. Yeah, 10 10 straight against the Broncos. That doesn't change anytime soon. Chiefs primetime Mahomes uh is uh certainly looking to uh, you know, he's got the MVP conversation going for him right now. I think he's a, this is another one of those where it's like national TV look look ma no hands big big game for Patrick Mahomes. Monday night double header. Football team at Steelers. Steelers are better right now than the football team, but they play down to the competition, so it's going to be sloppy. It's going to be ugly, but I think the Steelers roll and get to a, get to twelve and zero. Uh, and that's a good. That's the football team losing also helps the Giants losing um, to for that competitive race in the uh, in the NFC East. And then the Bills, Niners, the actual Monday Night Football game. You can't trust the Niners right now, and uh, the Bills have the better quarterback, and they're the better, uh, talented team right now. The Niners are going to be playing in Arizona. They're all sorts of wonky. I think the Niners may take an early lead. I think you see a lot of fight, but the Bills overall, uh, too much offensively. Josh Allen, bounce back game. I like the Bills. Finally, Tuesday night football. Cowboys-Ravens, this is going to be ugly. If Lamar Jackson's playing, obviously the Ravens are going to win. Uh, If he's not, I still like the Ravens, but I think it's closer. No lines out yet for this game because I don't think they know where Lamar Jackson's status is. Uh, Either way, I like the Ravens because I think they'll start Trace McSorley, who's clearly better than Robert Griffin III. What happened to Robert Griffin III, man? How do you so much talent just falling off the side of the map? But uh, you got to take the Ravens in this game either way. So there you go. That's your uh, preview. A lot of good games, a lot of fun stuff, and we get football now. Saturday, college, but then Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, three straight days of football. Heaven. you will sit on the Mark on News Talk 1070 KMO, brought to you by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai. Follow me on Twitter at Mark Hespen M A R K H E S P E N. When we come back. Little NBA Christmas Day. They released a schedule. I think it's interesting. The NBA is trying to tell us something. I'll tell you what. Next.
6: At Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, we are staying home to protect the most vulnerable sick and injured kids. Kids like Audrey.
4: I'm really glad that I don't remember, you know, the hard times. I remember the good times, the celebrations of life, and it's really what I want to remember.
2: Neuroblastoma attacks 600 kids a year. It is one of the more common types of pediatric cancer, but it's also a rare type of pediatric cancer.
4: It does change your life, like, completely. Like, your whole life just changes, and it's very crazy. I love my doctors and nurses, and I love that I'm not scared to go into my hospital. I know that I'm in good hands, and I know that they're going to take care of me. It's a lot of love in that hospital.
6: Children's hospitals need donations to save kids' lives. And at times like these, the need is even greater. While you're staying home, please consider donating at cmnhospitals.org. Together, we can change kids' health to change the future.
1: Hi, I'm Marion Platt. Welcome to Heartbeat. Down the street from my apartment is a property which now stands empty due to a fire. I've been living in this community for a while, but on this morning... I noticed something. There was a young and upcoming tree, but right next to it stood a light pole. What caught my attention was how the tree, in the midst of growing, recognized that there was an obstacle in its way. Now, instead of being defeated, this tree decided to spread its branches outwards, away from the pole. It wasn't waiting for the pole to move in order to live its best life. Something was in its way, but there was an option. What's in your way that's making you think of your growth as being hindered? If you can't move upward, spread your branches outward. Heartbeat is brought to you by... The Salvation Army.
4: Hi, I'm Dr. Gordon Christensen, and if you're a dentist as I am, or you know a dentist, please take a moment to listen. When I became a dentist, I learned how quickly poor oral health can lead to other serious health problems. And for people without access to care, these problems can spiral very quickly. I wanted to help, but I wasn't sure how I could until I joined Dental Lifeline Network. It's a nonprofit that has helped us literally change the lives of people in our communities. DLN Ask dentists to volunteer to see just one of the many patients in need in your area. It's very simple. DLN screens those in need and coordinates an initial appointment that takes place in the comfort of the dentist's own office and on their schedule. Right now, there's a wait list for patients in need in your community. I'm asking fellow dentists who will join me in seeing one patient per year. Learn
6: more
7: about Dental Lifeline Network at willC1.org That's willysee1.org.
6: Stop by HAC between now and December 19th for holiday shopping that is easy on the wallet and supports local creatives. The Hannibal Arts Council invites you to its holiday marketplace featuring one-of-a-kind gifts from 18 local artists and artisans. The annual art sale is an opportunity to support local artists, artisans, and makers by purchasing creative holiday gifts made locally. The sale includes paintings, prints, jewelry, bath and body products, pottery, ornaments, cards, wood items, and fabric items. To learn more, like the Hannibal Arts Council on Facebook or check out their website, HannibalArts.com. Every day,
1: in every way, we make the argument that the individual needs to be empowered. we got to get
6: the government off the backs of job creators. Let's start celebrating people that take risks. Weeknights at 6, weekends at 5 on KHMO and radio.com. Sunny skies today with highs around 48. Winds out of the east around 5 miles per hour. Partly cloudy tonight, lows around 29. Daytime highs approaching 42 tomorrow. Cloudy skies with a few peaks of sun. Sunshine mixed with clouds at times. Monday with eyes around 42. 47. Tuesday right now, 36. Welcome
0: on back to on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KMO and the KMO app brought to you by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai. Ask them about their complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty. Get in on all those year end deals. The 2020s are going quick. 2021's in stock right now. Tell them Mark Censure, 221 North Thirty Sixth Street in Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Country. Shop online like I did, CunasQuincy.com. All right, um, NBA Christmas Day. They released a schedule, and I think it's really interesting. Uh, First off, a lot of great games. Pelicans and Heat, so you get Zion versus Jimmy Butler. Warriors and Bucks, so you get uh, Steph and and then Giannis. Nets, Celtics, so you got Kyrie against his old team and two uh, teams battling for supremacy in the East. Uh, And then the late game... At uh, 10.30 Eastern, the night game, Clippers, Nuggets, Western Conference, playoff matchup, rematch. But it's really interesting. What's the primetime game? After the NFL game is over, because remember, we got an NFL game on Christmas this year. And the uh, and the NBA decided, you know what? When the NFL game's going on, let's play the Pelicans and Heat and Warriors and Bucks. You know, because it's like those will draw their fan bases maybe, but, you know, we we're, we, we know we're going to lose our number probably anyways. It's football. Football's football. But then what does the NBA decide to do? They could put anyone in prime time. And who do they put? The Lakers, LeBron, defending champs. But what's really interesting is who they match the Lakers up against. Because they could play anyone. They could have Lakers Heat rematch in the finals. They could have Lakers Nets. Ooh, KD and LeBron. They could have Lakers Warriors. But who do they choose to put against the Lakers? Luka Doncic and the Mavs. Get ready, folks. The NBA is telling you, and they want us to know and be prepared, the NBA thinks Luka Doncic is the next guy in the NBA. Like the the next face, number one, could be best player in the league a couple years from now and then own the league for 10, 15 years. They think that. Or they're at least setting us up to think that. They want to get him on primetime after the NFL games. Get the national audience used to seeing Luka Doncic, so put him against LeBron. I think it's interesting. I don't think they're wrong. I think Luka is that special. I think it's this really fun. Great NBA, uh, NBA on Christmas Day is fantastic. Obviously, I'll watch the football game, but the 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 slate of 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 basketball games is going to be fantastic on and on Christmas Day. I mean, just look, listen to those names, all the best players in the league massive franchises, every one of those interesting must-watch games. Can't wait. Uh, when we come back, final break. When we come back, we'll quickly look at what's going on in the world of college football today. A couple of big matchups. Have some fun. It's On the Mark. Brought to you by Cunis Country.
3: You've got a lot. Erica. America, we know staying home isn't as easy as it looks. It's hard sitting out of family gatherings, missing out on milestones like graduation or the birth of a new family member. For many, staying home has meant job loss and financial hardship. People call healthcare workers heroes, you're a hero too. We're the infectious diseases experts fighting COVID-19 in hospitals, public health departments, and laboratories across the country. You're giving up a lot to keep yourself, your loved ones, and your community safe. It's not easy giving up things that were once part of everyday life. Going to work, eating at a restaurant, spending time with friends. When you stay home, you're helping us win the fight against COVID-19. Keep it up. We'll emerge strong and healthy together again. Sponsored by the Infectious Diseases Society of America Foundation. For more COVID-19 information, visit IDSAfoundation.org. Patients battling blood cancer rely on Gift of Life Marrow Registry to provide life-saving stem cell and bone marrow transplants at a time when every minute matters. To help us continue providing our life-saving services during these unprecedented times, volunteer donors between 18 and 35 years old can request a registration kit to be delivered to their home by visiting giftoflife.org. When your kit arrives, just swab inside your cheek with the cotton swabs and return it in the postage paid envelope.
0: Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Kunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, tell them Mark sent you. All right, so college football, two big games in the 11 a.m. hour because there are two teams that are battling right now for that fourth spot. I said to you a couple weeks ago, I think the college football playoff is locked and I do. I I I I really think uh you have Clemson, Notre Dame, Alabama, Ohio State and that's going to be your four. Now, Ohio, now Clemson and Notre Dame will play each other again in the uh uh ACC Championship game. If Clemson loses that game, I think Clemson is out. If Clemson wins, I think Notre Dame stays in and you they all get their chance to play each other one more time. But Ohio State has not looked good. And Ohio State has a real problem on their, on their hands now. They've missed some games because cancellations. And with Northwestern losing to Michigan State, they now won't get another real big top 10 win on their resume. Now, Northwestern still is ranked and they're still a good football team. But Ohio State needs to start winning games and winning games impressively. So they play at Michigan State today, and they need to win that game impressively. The same thing for Texas A&M. Texas A&M, one-loss team, arguing they should be ahead of Ohio State. Their strength of schedule, all that is better than Ohio State. They've looked better, even though they have the one loss. Texas A&M plays a very good Auburn team. Can Texas A&M blow out Auburn, put up numbers, and put that pressure on the committee even more? To give them that four spot over Ohio State, keep your eye on that. Obviously, Mizzou plays as soon as uh, it, we're at 11 a.m. at home against Arkansas. Uh, Mizzou's had a great year so far for a first-year head coach, a ridiculously tough schedule, and uh, happy for Mizzou. And I think their program is going to be in a really good spot in a couple years from now. Uh, we got the pregame coming on up here as soon as I'm off the air. Other games to look out for today. Florida, another one of those one-loss SEC teams trying to put the pressure on the communities that they deserve to be in. They got a uh, ball out against Tennessee. And then you have some games that mean, mean something at Indiana. Wisconsin, Indiana's another quarterback now, 12 versus 16. Wisconsin, again, if they want their chance to, to have a good New Year's Six Bowl they got to start blowing teams out because they're they're on the losing end of they don't have, they're not playing as many games either because they're getting canceled, uh, so they need to uh, show up against Indiana big time, uh, and then obviously Clemson needs to stay on track against Virginia Tech, and then Alabama LSU. I know it's LSU's not in the spot that they want to be in, but it's still Alabama LSU, and and for LSU, this could make their season. I mean, this could save. You know their season, a win against a win against at home against Alabama. So you got to watch that seven o'clock tonight. It's gonna be great. Uh, that's your uh, little college football preview. Uh, when uh, next week when we return, obviously we'll look at Week 14 of the NFL. Uh, check how I did on my on my picks as always. Uh, we'll be one week close to the NBA. I'll start giving my NBA preview and my predictions for the NBA season. I know it's crazy to think we're already there, but it's exciting. Uh, have a fun, safe, healthy week. Take care of yourselves so you can take care of the people around you. Uh, if you want more from me, again, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Hespin. Continue to follow the show on the mark, KHMO. Just search KHMO on the mark on Facebook. Stay up to date there with little previews. I share some things throughout the week. My thoughts on the Bears always. And uh, as always, reach out to me through there as well if there's something you want to talk about. Thanks for tuning in, as always. We appreciate it. Thank you to Cutest Country, Honda, Hyundai, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. See you next Saturday. Enjoy some Mizzou football. Go Tigers.
7: Every day, Doctors Without Borders teams confront hard facts in conflict and crisis zones. When others might look away, we step in to act. Because measles still kills more than a hundred thousand children every year. We're there to vaccinate over a million worldwide, including those affected by the current outbreak in Democratic Republic of Congo. Because half of all maternal deaths occur during delivery or within 24 hours, we've assisted more than 1.4 million births around the world, including care for new mothers in Afghanistan. Because some countries only have one or two mental health professionals, we offer counseling and clinical care providing over 400,000 mental health consultations worldwide last year, including care for migrants and refugees on the dangerous journey north from Central America. The fact is, your acts of care and compassion make our life-saving work possible. Picture the impact we can have together. DoctorsWithoutBorders.org
0: Local sports, St. Louis Cardinal baseball, and Mizzou sports. We've got you covered. On America's Hometown News Talk, 1070 KHMO Hannibal may be required. On the Central Bank Tiger Network from
5: Rearfield IMG College. Roundtree, second level to midfield. Gets outside right sideline. 10-5, pylon. Larry Three Sticks takes it to the house.
1: This is the Shelter Insurance Pregame Show. Ask an agent about
5: how Shelter's auto policy includes roadside assistance. Learn more at Shelter.com. Also brought to you by Great Southern Bank, understanding what really matters. Member FDIC by your quality Ford dealers and by Bud Light whenever there's a game to watch there's a Bud Light there this is the Shelter Insurance pregame show For commercial purposes, this game is called the Battle Line Rivalry. And maybe a true rivalry is starting to take shape. You see, Missouri is coached by Alma, Arkansas native Eli Drinkwitz, while Arkansas's head coach Sam Pittman is a former high school coach at Missouri schools Princeton and Trenton. He also spent the 2000 season as Larry Smith's offensive line coach. But there are other storylines. Mizzou's Barrett Bannister is from Fayetteville, but coming out of high school, He was not recruited by the Hogs. There was stuff that you know was just out of my control, and I'm happy that God put me here at Missouri. It's a great place for me, and I'm happy that I'm uh, at Mizzou and got the shot that I was able to get. So Bannister is a happy Tiger, while former Tigers Michael Scheer, Kenzie Jackson, Jacob Trump are all members of the Razorback support staff. Former Mizzou grad assistants John Cooper and Sam Carter now have full-time positions on Arkansas staff. Former offensive line coach Brad Davis holds the same position on Sam Pittman's staff. Davis worked directly with Mizzou right guard and captain
6: Case Cook. I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't think about it, but at the end of the day, uh, this game has nothing to do with who's coaching it. Uh, the players are the ones out there making plays and executing. So it comes down to us getting our job done and uh, getting a win this weekend. That's all, we're, that's all we're focused on.
5: And then there's Barry Odom, who helped lead Mizzou to back-to-back bowls as a player, served as a defensive coordinator, and went 25-25 and 25 as Mizzou's head coach over the previous four seasons. He recruited many of these players, who still speak fondly of the Razorbacks' defensive coordinator. Perhaps Martiz Manuel, said it best earlier this week
6: gave me a shot just a kid out of rock Ridge, you know so i have a lot of respect for him and uh things that he's taught me and the things that he has done for me i just feel like the best way to respect him is to prepare to play the razorbacks as if i'm playing the super bowl you know what i mean just respect my opponent and you know what i mean just respect the game and study my film and you know just bring everything i got and i feel like that's the best way to show uh coach on how much i respect him is to play hard you know
5: This is the 12th meeting between the two schools. Missouri holds an 8-3 advantage after winning the last four battle line rivalries presented by Shelter Insurance. Hi, everyone. Good morning. I'm Mike Kelly. Howard Richards and Chris Gervino are alongside. There are a lot of storylines coming into this game. The fact that Missouri's won its last two with two games with three games to play. Tigers still have very many things still on the horizon that they could accomplish this season. Sam Pittman in his first job, first year at uh, Arkansas, his first head coaching job, has done a terrific job in terms of building a foundation. But then you come back to the former Missouri head coach who's the Razorbacks defensive coordinator. And Howard, in my mind, this game becomes very personal at that stage. It
8: absolutely does. And we all expect that Barry Odom will bring the heat. I mean, this has got to be an emotional time for him no matter what he says or tries to downplay it this game means a lot to him and trust me his defensive unit will be as sky high and ready to play uh, for this game as they have for any other game this season
5: chris both you and i have known barry odom since he was a freshman here at the university of missouri playing for the late great larry smith and we know as a competitor the one thing he's focused on the singular focus for him is winning today?
6: Oh, there's no doubt. He's a competitor, and he he played so well here. And of course, has been a very respected defensive coach. Uh, you know, his, his defense has been opportunistic. I mean, they rank in the 70s and the 80s in a lot of national categories. That's not great. But man, they lead the country with 13 interceptions when they get two turnovers or more. Arkansas is three and one, and you can't deny the improvement of not just the defense but the overall team with Arkansas. And I think you know, with all the storylines which are great, these are the two most improved teams in the SEC. See, i think most people objectively would be hard pressed to deny these two teams missouri and arkansas are the most improved in this powerhouse conference
5: and howard when you look at defensively what will the razorbacks try to do against a guy like Connor basilak in his first year as a starter much like kentucky they're going to sit back they're going to bring pressure and they're going to see how the young man reacts. No
8: doubt about it. I mean, I expect uh, lots of blitzes. I expect blitzes that, as you mentioned at the top of the the, the pregame, that Connor hasn't seen. The disguises will look like nothing he's ever seen also. Can he be poised enough? <clears throat> Can this offensive unit be patient enough to expect that, you know, some of those blitzes are going to be disruptive. They'll probably slow you down offensively. But you've got to stay with it because eventually it will break. You 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 face teams that blitz a lot. Uh, and you just wait for your opportunities. I think Missouri may have some opportunities to go vertical today because of that blitzing. Can will they be aggressive enough, patient enough to do so? That'll be the key because you know when when teams blitz a lot, that creates lots of man-to-man situations on the outside.
5: I think these Missouri receivers are ready for those opportunities. And we'll find out about the status of Jalen Knox as the game goes on. We'll also find out how healthy a guy like Towski Dove is as we get closer to kickoff. But Howard mentioned opportunities in terms of getting pressure. This is an offensive line from Arkansas that's given up 25 sacks through eight games.
6: Yeah, and I think Missouri has got a chance to do some damage defensively up front, especially with uh, their their line now back uh, really in- intact, right? I mean, they've been so beat up and uh, bit decimated at times earlier this season, undoubtedly, but they've got their group back and they can get to the to the quarterback. Uh, you know, Felipe Franks has shown improvement since his days at Florida, lost his job there to Kyle Trask. He's not for Tremendously mobile, but he's had good years. I mean, Missouri is in good shape here. Missouri is home, Missouri is favored, Missouri's playing well. Arkansas, I guess its big thing is it hasn't played in two weeks, so it could really turn its focus after its game last week was canceled on the Tigers with preparation time. But Missouri is really trending well, and I like the matchup for the Tigers defensively against an Arkansas O And going
8: back to Franks, you know, Missouri has seen Franks, of course, when he played for Florida. And and to me, if you get pressure on mm-hmm. Felipe Franks, he has a t- tendency, you know, to
6: just kind of throw the ball up for grabs. He's not very mobile and, and just, I, I agree with you, I think at Florida especially, he panicked. I mean he just didn't hang in there like a Trask and some of these really elite quarterbacks. Just an opinion.
5: But under Kendall Bryles, he's been much different. Mm-hmm. 17 touchdown passes, only four interceptions, and he's got tremendous wide receivers in Mike Woods and Traylon Burks. Yes he does, and uh, you know, on
8: the road games, he's thrown for over 75% a, a completion rate, uh, and I think, I, I read some crazy stat this week where he's ranked third in the country in deep balls you know, and that's 20 yards and above so that's pretty impressive Uh, but
5: again, opportunities for that Missouri secondary that's also been playing very well this year. And Missouri's offensive line more healthy than they've been the fact that Larry Borum came back a week ago, the fact that Xavier Delgado came back a week ago, those guys both back they'll play along with Zeke Powell up front of course you've got the reliable Mike Mietti, the transfer from Rutgers and Case Cook who will uh, make his 17th start 18th start today at uh, Strong on guard it's senior day for 16 players including nick bolton who'll be among the group the redshirt junior from frisco texas you went through this it's going to be a little bit different this year because the parents won't be on the field they're going to be up by big mo but it still has a significant thing and that even though it's one game to play at home next week here and we think probably next saturday morning against georgia this is the day you chose to recognize your seniors
8: Oh, and
5: I think that also creates
8: emotions uh, for your players. You know, your your families here—they've come a long way. This is sort of the the uh, ceremonial culmination of your career, and you want to go out looking your best, playing your best. That may that in and of itself
5: may work to Missouri's favor, too. It's Howard Richards. I'm Mike Kelly. Back now to our friend Scotty Cox. And today's pregame show is brought to you by Shelter Insurance for your auto, home, and life. Shelter Insurance. Ask an agent about how Shelter's auto policy includes
1: roadside assistance. Learn more at shelterinsurance.com. When we return, Chris Gervino
0: will be visiting with uh, Jim Sterk from Mizzou Athletics. This is Mizzou football on the Central Bank Tiger Network from Learfield IMG College. Get your ice cold Bud Light, Bud Light salsa here. Even though you can't go to the game, doesn't mean the game can't be brought to you now here. Just go to BudLight.com slash delivery. That's BudLight.com slash delivery. Give
2: me two bagos.
0: Coming at you. It's a little short. Ow. Sorry. You know what? I'm just going to walk them over to you. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud
7: Light there. Enjoy responsibly. Heiser Bush Bud Light Beer and Bud Light Seltzer, IRC Beer, Beer in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri.
1: Financial investments are very important but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Mizzou Tigers football. Contact your local Edward Jones financial advisor for your investment needs by visiting edwardjones.com. Edward
5: Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. On the field or in the field, winning is a mindset growing and evolving throughout the season that's why farmers pushing themselves to be the best plant DeKalb brand corn offering exclusive genetics and whole farm solutions for consistent yield potential season after season wherever you compete winning has roots perform at your best with DeKalb brand corn always read and follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions
0: if SEC football runs deep in your veins, then Sirius XM SEC Radio is where you need to be. We're talking conference and team previews, live game news and analysis from experts like Chris Doring and Aaron Murray. Coaches shows, championship specials and more. Get inside SEC football and do it for free. Listen on
5: your phone, online and at home with the free Sirius XM trial. Start listening
0: at SiriusXM.com slash SEC SXM.
5: Today's game is sponsored by Progressive. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $750 on average. This is Mizzou football from Learfield IMG College.
6: Hi, folks. I'm Andy